Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Boone says that he believes Donaldson, J.D., as he calls him, is going to have a big year. As we welcome in Marco Belletti, Marco, do you feel the same that JD is going to have a big year? Not even close. By the way, I don't know how much of this you've heard. I don't, it's turned into, which is actually to me an interesting conversation, turned into kind of a Mets versus Yankees position player, where you go position by position, or or you know, bullpen versus bullpen, rotation versus rotation. Okay. Because I said, I think right right now, as we sit here right now. No, because we had expectations for each of these teams to make the World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Odds on favorite. Yankees, I think, are number two uh, to, to win the World Series. The Beyond the Astros, Mets are like tied for third, whatever. But I, as we sit here right now, I feel like the Yankees are the more complete team and more likely to go to the World Series with other factors involved, meaning the AL East, the AL versus the NL, all those things. Where do you view those two teams as far as who's more likely right now, who built built better right now to get to a World Series? I would lean towards the Yankees. Not not only the Diaz injury, but I think you just hit it, the division. Uh, the Yankees' road to make the playoffs and to win the division is much easier than the Mets. It's not simple. It's not like the Rays are going to lay down, even though I don't know who the hell's on the team, but every year they're good. You know, it's not that it's going to be an automatic. The Blue Jays, mm-hmm. we still expect them to be what they are and they can mash the ball. The Mets... Division. I mean, the NL East is a beast. You you know every team. There's so many games that there. It's just going to be a grind all the way through. So that automatically puts the Yankees a little bit of a leg up, simply because of right. the competition. Now, the AL still has the Astros, but there's still plenty of good teams in the National. It's not like the Padres or the Dodgers yeah, are not like going to cause a problem. I feel you like know? the NL is is top heavy as well, not just the NL East. The, the better teams. Yeah, there's still good teams. Toronto, Seattle could be. They're just more complete, though. Uh, There's more complete teams in the National League. Again, the Blue Jays, you look at them in the lineup, but you just never really truly trust them. There's two teams in the American League that you that stand out. It's the Astros and then the Yankees. A complete full step behind them. By the way, my feeling on this might be totally different if not for the Diaz injury. Like I really feel like that is a. People are overlooking it just because it's like, all right, well, you know, he only pitched 62 innings. It's a closer. It could be worse. No, he made, he helped make that team what it was last year. And it's basically the same team now coming back without maybe their biggest weapon. Well, that's a problem, and this is something that you and I argued with in the offseason of making the team. The the team is the same as it, as last year. They basically came back with the same exact club. You know, you, you you inserted a couple of guys. You took a couple of guys out. I mean, really, you just, you know, mix and match. Yankees are basically the same team, too. The Diaz injury is huge. I understand. For me, though, I still feel like if you're going to have an injury that's catastrophic, none of them are good. I'd rather it be to my closer. I can make that up. 
I can figure that out. You give me the entire season, I can figure out how to work my bullpen, although the Met bullpen is not strong enough. I feel like they needed to do a little bit better. They did better than they were last year, but I still don't like Adovino. I don't trust him in a big spot. Robertson's still on the downside. He was a good pickup, but I don't love Robertson. Like They don't have a lights-out guy minus Diaz. So this is going to be something they're going to have to mix and match, and they're going to have to figure it out. But I do think come July, when you're on the market, one thing you're going to be able to find, bullpen arms. I know, I know that sounds not, like it's an easy like, thing. You forget the Diaz of last well, okay, year. Okay, so the point is they need to then build the offense to where it can compete right. with the Phillies, Braves, but Yankees. That's the whatever. point. You can over, you can compensate for a closer. You can't compensate if if Alonzo goes down or if Lindor goes down. If you lose one of your everyday players that is an, a cog in your lineup. That can't be overcome. You're not going to find that guy. There is no Alonzo on the street that you're going to find in July. I can find an arm to go with the rest of the arms and mix and match and figure it out. You might even find a closer on the market. You're not going to get DS from last year, but newsflash, you weren't going to get DS from last year anyway. All right, odds he are he wasn't going to be as good. possibly do that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, and you know what? As much as, again, he put all that stuff to bed. About, God, he was so good. Even I know. Me, you know me, I was the biggest Diaz. And by, and by the way, it wasn't just, oh, I hate Edwin Diaz. It was that he sucked. I know. But In here, 2019, he was awful. And here's the thing. And again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not discrediting. But if he had a rough couple of weeks in April, would we start going, ooh. Uh-oh. Can he yeah. rebound now? Right. Because it was so easy last year. I know. It was so easy. And look, maybe that would have been a different, it would have been, not maybe, it would have been a different problem at a a different time. But when you lose him two weeks before the start of the season, off of what he did last year, you're right, like, maybe he wouldn't have done what he did last year. But to have it happen like this, to me, that's a gut punch that I don't know if they can recover from. As time goes on, they'll start to get over it. Um, they can't, uh, look, not good. Uh, none of these things. I'm, I'm not sugarcoating. Not good. However, that's one spot that you can figure it out. Because I keep looking back. I mean, when the Nationals won the World Series, who the hell was their closest? Yeah, I know. They used uh, some of their starters. They moved them to the bullpen, right? Didn't they do uh, that? Mean, who was close? Was it games? Daniel Hudson they had? Uh, uh, doing Hunter that? Strickland? Like, who, who, yeah. who the hell was close in game? You know, same thing with the Astros. Like, yeah. as, as good as their bullpen with Presley wasn't that good. Right, but the Mets aren't as good elsewhere. That's I mean, the problem. But you can find it. You can. By the you way. Can find it. By the way, the one thing, like, I feel like people are devaluing and dismissing the regular season. Oh, is that Ventura homer in this game? I'm watching, we're watching the 2003 opening day. That bothered me, seeing Robin Ventura as a Yankee. I didn't realize he, he homered. Was, he was an all-star in 2002. Oh. Gone halfway through, traded to the Reds in 03. Anyway. Um, For Aaron Boone, by the way. What was I saying? <laughs> Aaron <know>. Boone. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, people are devaluing the regular season, but... I feel like with the Mets, it's ve- like the Yankees are going to coast to the playoffs. They always do, right? They, they're loaded. Worst case, Yankees win 92 games and they're going to be in the postseason. With the Mets, they've only been in the postseason in consecutive years twice in their history. 99 and 2000, 2015, 2016. This is a big year mm-hmm. for this franchise to really take that step in the next direction under Steve Cohen. And I feel like the regular season, especially early on, with the question marks, that they have with the age of Scherzer and Verlander. I know it's not as important as September, October, but I do think it's important that the Mets kind of establish themselves coming off of the heels of last year and the way that they went out last year. I think it's important that they have early season success. I think that's totally fair. I mean, it's not just the history because some of that stuff can get overblown and, you know, Justin Verlander doesn't care what the hell the Mets did in 1997. Like, that's not going to concern him, neither Max Scherzer. But I do think for the Met club, when you combine the Diaz injury – 
plus the way the season ended, I do feel like they need to get off to a good start just for their mindset and because the division is going to be such a pain in the ass. Right. It's not going to be easy with the Phillies. It's not going to be easy with the Braves. And let's be fair, as bad as the Marlins are, they always seem to play the Mets tough, and there always seem to be a problem and a thorn in somebody's side when they win 78 games, and you don't know why. So it's not that simple to just say, well, you'll turn it on. Like, the Yankees have done that way too many years, and that's something that they need to do a better job of, too, where it's, ah, you'll figure it out, you'll turn it on. That help. It's helpful when the rest of your division sucks. When your division's really good, it's really hard to just, and there it goes. Because the Mets don't have, I don't love the lineup. I don't feel like they have enough depth. Right. I know they need some more power. That's kind of the point, I guess. But I think part of that is just the depth in general. One injury should not derail your entire season. And I do feel like the Mets are a little bit thin in a lot of spots where it feels like one six-week injury could really cripple them. And that's not good. And by the way, the Mets' regular season last year was very entertaining. Yankees was kind of boring because they were you know so good in the beginning. And they ran, basically put the division out of reach, mm-hmm. even with a little scare late. I think you will have a very entertaining regular season from both these teams. Even though we feel like it's a foregone conclusion to make the playoffs, I really do feel like the Yankees, at least it'll be more competitive in their own division as opposed to last year where they kind of ran away. To me, if the Yankees don't get off to a good start, they may struggle. I, I, I truly believe that. I know, but it's the same thing. Then they'll struggle, and then they'll make a move, and then boom, I, they take I, off. And- I, I get it, and that's why it's, some of it almost feels like happenstance, but I'm really... I was very disappointed in the offseason for the Yankees because they basically said, we're good enough. And if we go back to last year at this time, we were having this conversation, the Yankees weren't supposed to run away with the division. They weren't supposed to be yeah, the, people picking them uh, finish four. To not even win the yeah. to not even make the playoffs. They're not as good as they think they are. Yeah, you might because be right. I look back at that team last year, they got off to a ridiculously hot start where everything went right and most of it was predicated well, on pitching. It, doesn't it depend? We'll get to the update here in, in one second. Doesn't it depend though on how you view the, I mean, they have the guys that you can picture Donaldson. I mean, I know he sucked. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he's at least got the track record. Like, he's done it before. If everything goes according to what Volpe has done in the spring and the projections, they're going to have much better play at shortstop. Mm-hmm. Judge, Stanton, LeMayhew back healthy, Glaber, Rizzo. Like, those guys have done it before. Even Trevino was an all-star last year at catcher. It's not like they have guys who haven't done it. Yeah, and I can look on the other side of it and say Anthony Rizzo tied his career high at homers. Is he going to do that again? Right. Aaron Judge at 62 last year. Is he going to be anywhere close to that? Harrison Bader, as much as we like the flashes, never on the field. Aaron Hicks, is that a lost cause? Looks right. like it to me. Donaldson looks washed. Is he going to automatically yeah. hit the fountain of youth? Anthony Volpe looks great, and I'm thrilled about it. He's also a rookie. He's going to go through his ups and downs. Jose Trevino picked up off the scrap heap. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Now he's an all-star. You think he's going to be able to duplicate that again for the next year? DJ LeMahieu hasn't been healthy. They still don't know what the hell's wrong with him. And he's back, and they're still kind of like, yeah, I think he's okay. So there's a, to me, there's a million question marks yeah, and the for the rotation too. It's just that we see the names, and we fool ourselves to say, I'm brainwashed. Look I'll at admit, the back of the card. I'm admit, I'll admit, I'm brainwashed growing up in the dynasty in the see, 90s. We look at two things with the Yankees, and we all do it, and I'm guilty of it too. We look at the name of the back, and we go, well, the baseball card says he's going to bounce back and be fine. I look at the uniform. And the name on the front says Yankees, so he'll be fine. The, the, the pinstripes, and the hat. It's not true. Yeah. It's not true. This is the same club that struggled to make the wild card a year and a half ago. This is the same team. Right, but I didn't think they were going to be any good last year going in. And look and what they, happened. And they got off to a great start, and then look what happened. 
They fizzled down the stretch. It was all predicated on right, pitching. So what do you think they are, closer to what they did in the first half or more in the second half? I'm, I think they're more of the second half. I think they're a team that is 90 wins. I really don't think they're that good. You know, could, kinda... they, could they put together something? Sure, because their pitching is solid. Their bullpen's very good. That's the one aspect that they actually have a big advantage on people. They have a really good bullpen. They have holes left and right, and they have guys that have question marks all over the place. Yeah. We just we convince ourselves that it's not true because it says Yankees on the uniform. And it's kind of what I was saying to start the show, that the expectations for both these teams are World Series or bust, and I don't really think either of them are there right now as currently constructed. By the way, we're going to break a record right here as we get to the update at 13. No update? Well, I mean, we could the, say that. I need up- you to read the sponsors. Well, it is brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Superbook is sponsoring this entire Segment, segment, of course. Yes. yes. As a matter of fact, I do want to go to Superbook real quick if we could pull it up and see. I actually have to film a video for them, which I'll do later on today. But I just want to see the odds. Ooh, look at that. The um, uh, game odds are up already. Uh, but the I want to see the futures. Yeah, World Series, according to Superbook, Yankees are plus 700. That is the favorite along with the Astros and Dodgers. And the Mets are right there at plus 800. I mean, so even though we talk about potential weaknesses with these teams and holes with these teams... Astros, Dodgers, Yankees, all the same odds to win the World Series. Mets and Braves right there. And then behind them, Padres, Blue Jays, Phillies, Mariners. Look, I'll say it in this regard. If you put these teams exactly where they are, which is basically, like I said, almost a replica of last year, you put them in October, would you feel good matched up against some of the other better teams in the league? Who? The Yankees and the Mets, both of them. You see, the, are the Yankees better than the Astros now than from last year? You take these no. two teams, put them in the playoffs. Are they better than the Astros? No. Are the Mets better than the Padres? Are they better than the Phillies and the Braves? Right now, I don't think so. I mean, the pitching could be the difference, right? As I was saying, the Mets had that pitching lined up the way that they wanted it last year, and it didn't work out. So we go by the idea of we're looking at the seven-game series, and we're forgetting the marathon that it takes to get there. Which are two different things. They really are. And again, the Yankees have been built over the years, built well for the marathon, built poorly for the sprint. Can't hit in the big series, can do it over the long stretch because they eat up a lot of bad pitching. Right. The, the Mets are the opposite. Mets are the opposite in the fact of you think that this pitching should be able to get you over the hump in a short series, but you're concerned about the lack of depth in the lineup and in the bullpen to be able to get through the grind of the 162. Now, again, well, I'm concerned about the Mets in the postseason, though, too, whether it's the bullpen, whether it's those guys holding up with Scherzer and Verlander, because we saw last year and the, the lineup a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, there are a lot of concerns there. Uh, again, I, I just I feel like the Yankees, again, we keep going back to the idea of, you know, we expect it to be fine. I think that this team will struggle more than most people assume simply because we're still waiting for the team of that first half. And I think everybody forgets. And I was saying this last year. That's the mirage. The team that was off to a 60-20 and 20 start, that's the mirage. The team that you saw down the stretch and the team that you saw couldn't hit in the postseason, that's who they are. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, and that's why I think it's going to be fascinating to see how it goes here, which is why maybe early on people are like, yeah, well, April games, they don't matter, no nonsense. I think both these teams, it's going to be you know, curious to see what they are from jump and you know, maybe can set a tone for the season with both the teams, with the question marks that they have, with the injuries. And I do think that it's been downplayed a little bit. Like, no Rodone for the first month. It's like, oh, okay, well, what's the big deal? Because he'll be back by May. The first month really doesn't matter. Oh, no, you don't know. I mean, maybe the Blue Jays get off to a red-hot start and the Yankees struggle a little bit. Look, the Rodon thing, the Severino thing, the Yankee entire rotation being decimated by injury. Yeah, Cortez, is he's healthy, but he's still kind of like, uh. So I get all <laughs> that. I get all that. And, yeah, that's some of that stuff you can – 
You can glaze over because you keep saying, well, get me to October. As long as Rodon and Severino are healthy in October, and I'm with you, but you need depth. And I think the Yankees are actually okay with the depth that they have that they can possibly make up for that because they have a good bullpen and because they do have enough options in the Hermans and the Schmitz and the Brita. They have some guys that they right. can roll out there. And That's you know where the Mets go- have hurt themselves over the years where they were going to, yeah, I know he turned into a song, Chris Flexen. And like guys, they were just like, you're not a major leaguer. Right. You're, you're a quadruple A at best. Well, now they shouldn't have that. Well, now they bring in you know Dylan Bundy. They got Tyler Romero. That's, that's where a good team and a long season should be able to get you through. That's the depth. That's my concern for the Mets in the lineup. Because what happens if Alonzo goes down no, for six No, they're screwed. Weeks? They're done. They're toast. They That's have my concern. That's kind of the point. The Yankees can withstand even losing one of those guys. Even Judge for three weeks, four weeks, whatever they could withstand. Which is, it. I think, going back to my point, the Mets at their peak are better than the Yankees at their peak. The Yankees are just better built to withstand some of the bumps that come along the way. Interesting way to put it. And I think I agree with that. You know, but again, I, I still if, go- Right. If everything goes perfectly for both teams... I think you can make yeah. an argument the Mets are better. Yeah. If everything goes perfectly. Yeah. I, but when I, does everything go perfectly? That's and it, the thing. it already hasn't. That's the they thing. Lost their closer. And the depth, that's the part of it. And that's why I didn't like the way the Mets kind of handled the situation with their DH, with their outfield. And this is why I was so over the moon that I thought, man, the, the Correa deal. I know we're going back, but it was like, wow, that's the piece. That's the lineup. That's the bat. I know it fell through. We can argue over whether they should have done it or shouldn't have done it. But that was the last piece that they needed. That was the thing that could have got them over the top to get them through some of the depth issues that they had. The Yankees, I thought, should have did that with Yoshida in the outfield. They didn't do it. Maybe Ben Benintendi. They didn't do it. Now they're in that same boat. They're better built for the depth, but they don't have the guys that can, to me, when two guys don't hit, the whole lineup doesn't hit. They could have added something to it. Now they put it on a rookie and said, you be the spark plug. Yeah, we'll- you be the guy that gets us over the top. And, and we'll see dangerous. if he can be a difference maker. All right, Marco, we appreciate, uh, you know, I mean, geez, we went like 25 minutes right there. Let's get back to the calls here. Sorry. Eight, seven, no, no, you're good. I appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.